Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kelly. Today is Tuesday, and I forgot to mention this yesterday on the podcast. I mentioned that we did several double up episodes last week so that I could keep the fives and the zeros on Thursdays with our featured guests. And I let you know that I was going to tell you how I think those did. And I think they did horrible <laughs> looking at the preliminary numbers. It was probably the worst week outside of our featured guest on Thursday. I just think it might've been too much. I don't know. Please reach out to me and let me know if you enjoyed hearing multiple episodes in a day or if you did not. But looking at the preliminary numbers, wow. Um, our featured guest did great. It was a fantastic episode. It was the top three launch for a featured episode. So um, I think it might've resonated that I was actually letting somebody else talk besides myself, <laughs> but I digress. Um, yesterday I talked about going for it today. I want, Oh, I apologize. I'm going to let you know that next week I'm going to try to do the anatomy of a sale anatomy of a loss. Again, I've just had really low bandwidth the last couple of weeks. I have had so many things going on in my business and personal and professional life that I've just have not had the time to properly think out what I was going to say and what stories that I wanted to talk about. As I mentioned before, I've got a lot of losses and I have a lot of wins. Um, I actually had a big loss last week and I don't beat myself up over it because the loss was something that's going to probably be beneficial in the future. Uh, there was a, a large, massive business deal that fell through and it was one of those scenarios where I just didn't know what I didn't know. But now that I've gone through it, I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to solidify all those areas that I needed to fix, and I will win going forward. And that really is the takeaway from failure. When you fail, just make sure you don't fail the same way twice. That means the first failure did absolutely nothing. There was no experience. You didn't learn anything. You didn't grow. And that's not helpful. The goal is to fail early, possibly fail often learn from it, and then get better and better and better and better. And that's how you grow. And speaking of growth, today's topic is about closing. I know we don't talk a whole lot about closing, but there's certain aspects about closing. I don't have a magic wand or a silver bullet when it comes to closing. Um, there are things that I've said in the past. There are things that I like to say, but one thing is crucial. Shut up. Once you have told them what you told them and you've asked for that commitment, once you've asked the buyer for the commitment, shut up. And this is one of the hardest things that I had to learn in my career. And it's one of the things you might be struggling with right now is you've got to shut up. And what I mean by that is once you give them the price, you ask for the business, you pitch them, whatever it is, you've said everything, there's going to be that awkward moment of silence between you stop talking and they're making their decision. And the reason why there's an awkward silence is because they're thinking in their head, okay, do I really want to do this? Do I trust this person? Do I believe everything that this person said is actually going to happen? Am I okay with if this doesn't happen? There's a lot of things they might be thinking about if you interrupt that process by opening your mouth again, it completely breaks the concentration and the thought process of the other person. So they're going to default into their present state, which is a no. 
Remember, one of the areas of competition you're going to face in the field is the status quo. Is a buyer not taking any action whatsoever? It's not necessarily going to be that they're going to go with a competitor or spend their dollars elsewhere. Yes, that does happen. But the status quo is what you don't want and what buyers are perfectly acceptable with. So with that said, once you have something out there, shut up. It's the same thing as if I remember it was on the, I think it was the, it was the first date. It was very easy uh, when I went out with my wife, but you know, when you're dating people, you're going out on dates, you're talking to somebody you're interested in. Imagine if you did this, I'd really like to see you again. How about we go out Thursday or Friday this week? Let's go Thursday night. Does Thursday night work for you? And the person starts to pause and they start thinking, well, I mean, if Thursday night doesn't work, then how about Saturday? The person is going to feel that herky-jerky that it's not going to feel great. And when things don't feel great, they don't feel right. They feel pressured. Any of those negative feelings and emotions come in, they're going to say no. Same thing with the buyer. So for instance, you know, here's the price, you know, what do you, what do you say about getting started next week or something like that? I don't know. Every single time I've done a close, it's been different based on the product. It's a terrible example. I probably should have thought of this forward, but you know, how does that, how does that sound to you or whatever you're going to, whatever you're going to say to close, what exactly you say, shut up. There's a saying in negotiations. The first person to talk loses. Now, I don't necessarily see negotiations as somebody winning and somebody losing because if you get your product sold, that means the other person loses. I don't agree with that. But it's from the old kind of Gordon Gecko, greed is good, uh, cutthroat, ABC, always be closing mentality of several decades ago. But it, but it's it's true. The first person that talks loses. So once you have made your pitch, once you have put everything out there and you've asked for the commitment, be quiet. I did this one time and I sat there for about two and a half grueling minutes. And we just looked at each other and he sat across kind of catty corner on the table, you know, there's a corner table and I sat on one corner and he sat the corner next to me and he kind of leaned back in his rocking chair in his break room. And he kind of looked back and he's kind of, he's kind of squinting his eyes, staring at me. And I just looked right back at him. I blinked. I made sure to have a little bit of a smile on my face. And I started thinking to myself, and this is actually very helpful. I've learned that you just start distracting your mind you just start thinking of other things. And I started thinking about what I was going to have for dinner that night. And I'm kind of running through the options in my head. And you just kind of sit there. And it was interesting because he actually came back to me and said, let's do more than what you asked. I had asked for a $2,000 commitment. And he wanted to spend 5,000. I said, okay. 
I said, great. I need your credit card. <laughs> Actually, I didn't say that. I said, how would you like to pay for this? Would you like to pay a check or a credit card? And they said, well, my office manager has my corporate credit card. Fantastic. Really do appreciate it. I will send over all. I will send over all the information that's needed and I will be here. I'll set up a time to, to, um, review with your staff in the future. Thank you very much. Stood up, shook his hand. I got out of there. That is tip number two. Once you make the sale, get out of there. Okay. I've early in my career, I killed a sale in my mid twenties because I kept talking, kept talking about how great it is. And it's almost a very, it's almost a desperation move. And I was just doing it because I was, you know, very excited. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. You know, really excited. And the one thing I said was, oh, you're the first account that I've, you know, this is really great because you're the, you're the first account that I've closed at this new branch. And the guy was like, wait, what? You don't have anybody else right now? And then I realized I put my foot in my mouth. And I did this a couple of times in my career, you know, it was early. So step number one is shut up, wait for the other person to talk. Once you've given the pitch, step number two, once you've made the sale, once it's done, once it's wrapped up, get out of there. Now you don't want to just sprint, but I mean, wrap it up. Don't talk too much. Don't say anything. Just. Give them any confirmation they need. If they need to have something sign off, if they need to get an email, make sure you have the right email address and then get out of there. Don't talk to anybody else in the office. I kind of talk. It's the bank robbers strategy. Bank robbers don't steal from a bank and then hang out in the lobby and talk with the other bank robbers. They don't talk with anybody that's in the bank. They get out. You get in, you do what you got to do and you get out. It is okay once you come back and you're implementing training or you're making sure all the product was received. That is when you can lay it on. But once you've made that sale, you want you want to leave and they are feeling great because when they said yes, in their mind, they said to themselves, I am making the right decision right now. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to change that feeling by saying anything in the moment. You want them to bask in the excitement of buying that product. If you've ever made a big purchase in your life, you understand what that means. Okay. It's very similar to if you go on a great date, you don't want to get 15 text messages from the person you just went on a date with. It's okay to, it's okay to get one but you don't want to get five, six, seven messages. It ruins the good feelings. And people like to have the warm and fuzzies when they buy stuff. So those are the two tips that I would give. Shut up <laughs> when they're making the decision, no matter how painful it is. And I will tell you this, if you're young in your career or you just haven't had to do this before, it is one of the hardest things to do. And it does take practice. Don't beat yourself up if you feel the urge to say something, okay? It's very natural. You just have to realize you have to be tough. You have to be mentally tough and just say to yourself, I'm not going to say a word. 
I'm going to wait until they say something, even if it's two and a half solid minutes. And if you don't think two and a half solid minutes of staring at somebody is intense, just try it. I, I, you know, with a significant other, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, friends, just stare at each other for two and a half minutes. Practice that. And make sure you don't look creepy or <laughs> too intense. Make sure you kind of have a little bit of a smile on your face, you know, making it pleasant. Shift your weight a little bit. Show that you're comfortable. What that tells the other person is this guy's a pro or this girl's a pro. She's used to this. He's used to this. This isn't his, this isn't his or her first rodeo. That makes them feel better too. People always like to be with people that they feel are experts. And that's how you show your expertise. And then once you're done, get out of there. So shut up and get out. <laughs> not necessarily in that order or not necessarily just doing that. But I think you know what I mean. Uh, thank you so much for... Um, Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. We've had some big numbers recently with some episodes. I'm waiting to see what the uh, numbers were for last week. They might be down a little bit based on the uh, seven episodes. There might People might have been splitting their time and not gotten a chance to listen to all of them. So I don't think I'm going to be doing that again, but that's okay. That was kind of the plan. Just getting back to that number, my OCD was kind of taking over a little bit. I just wanted to have the fives and the zeros for all the featured guests. So that accomplished that goal. Um, but we'll see, but, uh, thank you so much. Everybody's listening. Reach out to Mike at surviving outside sales. If you have any questions, please share, download, um, like the show or give five stars, whatever your platform is providing or allowing you to do and reach out to the show. Really do appreciate it. Until next time, this has been Surviving Outside Sales. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye.